today on the Scott Thompson Show on 900 CHML. Hamilton votes for an LRT. Uh, LRT, ho- hopefully for good. Is it, is it forever? For now and never? Or, or just until the next vote? And how do you put much weight in a vote when, if you don't like the outcome, you just have another one? It reminds me of the Labor Day Classic. We beat Toronto. The game is over. This, the clock is run down, but we still want to keep playing until we lose. We're not happy with that. Let's do it again. Oh, my goodness. Let's bring in Marvin Ryder, business professor at the Group School of Business, McMaster University. He is with us now. Marvin, thanks for the time. Much appreciated. My pleasure, Scott. So is this over now? Where does the LRT go from here? Can we lay this behind us and move forward? <laughs> so let me, let me try it to you this way. We have a newly elected mayor and council. I know some of them are the same faces as before, and they've got three issues that are going to confront them almost immediately. The first, maybe it's a throwaway, but is Hamilton going to have uh, uh, marijuana shops, retail stores? How many? Where do they want to have them? They've got to get that sorted out very quickly, in fact, by the end of December. Number two, of course, is the ever-ongoing battle around the budget. We have another budget year, tax rates, uh, new people elected who were going to hold the line on taxes. Welcome to the budgeting morass, which is the Hamilton, city of Hamilton budget. And then the third thing is I suspect very quickly in the new term there is going to be some kind of a vote around LRT. Now, right at this moment, if I read their literature, there are 16 people that we elected yesterday in Hamilton. Eleven of them support LRT. So this would seem to be a moot vote. But there's still another player that we haven't heard from completely, and that is Mr. Ford, uh, our premier. He has said, here's a billion dollars, use it any way you want, build LRT, great, renew your infrastructure, fine, do bus rapid transit, I don't care. Uh, And I'm still a little suspicious of that promise because I've not seen a budget yet from him. I teach at McMaster University. I know people who work at Hamill Health Sciences. All of these institutions are still operating under the budget that was submitted under a liberal government. We've not seen Mr. Ford's take on the budget, and he's already hinted that he believes the province is much worse shaped financially than I thought, and I'm going to have to do some cutting, and I I just wonder what happens with that billion dollars. So all things being equal, I think LRT is full speed ahead. But what if, what if Mr. Ford takes the billion dollars back or maybe only pledges half that amount and says, okay, Hamilton, you want it, you've got to put in half. We may be right back to square one on that debate. Was he counting on MPP Donna Skelly to derail this? I don't, you know, everyone's kind of new there in Queen's Park. 73 out of 100 and something uh, people, MPPs in Queen's Park, are brand new to this process. So I'm not sure how much there was a grand plan. Uh, I think think he was probably hoping for uh, a council and a mayor that might be more willing to to negotiate and talk about different things and open up some possibilities. That doesn't mean there wouldn't be a good working relationship with Fred Eisenberger and and the council that we did elect, but it it might very well have been that Mr. Ford was hoping that maybe there were some some wiggle room in all of this. Uh, We'll we'll just have to see. I I, I, I hate to say it to you this way, Scott, but the pledge around the billion dollars for certain was made by Kathleen Wynne. We did not re-elect Kathleen Wynne. Mr. Ford has said some things, but I, I just would like to see him actually deliver them until then I won't rest comfortably. He will have to do that sooner rather than later though, considering this is pretty much already in progress, although their portion is hold now. What's your take on that? 
Right. Well, so let's go back to that. Uh, roughly $130 million has been spent so far, much of this in terms of drawings and plannings and engineering and environmental assessments. But there's also been a lot of property acquired. We do know that roughly a month ago, uh, after Mr. Ford was taking more of the reins of the province, uh, Metrolink stopped buying property. That was all put on hold. Uh, in theory, it was until the province could get a better handle on its finances, and then we'll give you the green light again. But at the moment... No further progress on that. And, and that's, again, why I'm just sitting here wondering, is that just for now? Is that forever? Is it for three years? Maybe it'll be delayed for three years. I, I'm saying all this, Scott, in this context. Do you remember that we, with uh, Toronto, co-hosted the Pan Am Games, and we got a beautiful new GO train station on uh, James Street North? Beautiful, $26 million GO train station, and that was because... By the time of the Pan Am Games, we were going to have all-day go service out of Toronto. Have you been enjoying the all-day go service out of Toronto? We're now at I'm least still waiting. Schedule. Yeah. I'm just looking three down the track. I'm looking yeah. down the track. I don't see anything yet, Marvin. It'll be here any minute. It'll be here any minute. We're three years behind schedule on that, and even now no one's prepared to commit to a timeline on when it's going to arrive. So promises are easy to make. They're always much harder to keep. The Scott Thompson Show, weekdays from noon to 3 on 900 CHML.